If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Tobegile Mkunu joins us in studio now as the finder, founder of Gelato. I'm saying it with that tone, Gelato. Because if you sing it right. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> because the toe at the end has a T-O-H, right? Yes. So it has a bit of a vibe. Such a pleasure to see you, Sister Tobegile. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming through here. No, thank you for coming through. And we appreciate your patience. We got distracted by vehicle uh, um, um, theft. But here we are going to celebrate and talk about all things entrepreneurship. Uh, and as I was describing, we uh, interacted on stage at the Gasi SME Summit with Standard mm. Bank last year in November. Such a vibe that we actually bought and someone transacted buying your, your ice cream and gelato on stage and in the room. And and I was I just took a chance by that time. But isn't that the point of entrepreneurship? Exactly. Yes. That's what you do. Get <laughs> I take a chance, Foster. But I guess before you even started there, you know, many of us might respect the fact that you are a budding entrepreneur. You have exposure to retail spaces. Where did all of this start, though? So, um, okay, let's start by the word gelato. Okay, yes. so gelato is a type of ice cream with um, less fat in it. Mm-hmm. So it's not your normal full cream ice cream that you normally buy. Yes. So, um, but with the name, and then I added um, with the T O in the at the end, I decided to add to add H because my name is Do. Oh yes, yes. Oh, yes. yes. So yeah, so then I, I had to add that H and then to make it like um just to customize the the name and the brand. And uh, so this is Tobegile coming from KZN um Komazi, but we obviously based in Jobek right now because of the business and because of the career because I I started here in 2015 and I used to work for a private company mm-hmm. and I have about 15 years in FMCG. Beautiful. So yeah, you in the food obviously industry. got you. So you got to understand how the systems work in the background. Exactly. Because I was about to ask you when it comes to desserts of this nature and consumer goods, there's the manufacturing, there's the sourcing of the ingredients, there's the packaging, distribution. How did it come together? So, yeah. And there was this December two years ago mm-hmm. when, because I'm a baker as well, I used to bake um, like part time. So there was this December where I was enjoying marula cake. Uh, I baked chocolate with marula and then I added ice cream. Ooh. And then marula ran over next to ice cream. And without Jay noticing, I angaja ice cream with marula. I'm like, ah. There's something here. There's something here. <laughs> and then I dig in and then I started mixing. And then when I search, I found that people, yes, they are mixing marilla and um, and ice cream. Mm-hmm. They are mixing strawberry leaves with ice cream. Mm-hmm. And even in restaurant, they're also doing their own things. But does it last? No, it doesn't last. Because when you mix, it doesn't blend well. You're going to have to eat it and finish by the time. And then when you can't finish it, and then you're going to have to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Now you're throwing away the ice cream, your available ice cream, your available alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I took a chance and I'm like, okay, this is a good idea to have um, where I can, as a food technologist, I can be able to blend these things and make it permanent. Mm-hmm. And blend it permanently. So in a way that if you can't finish it, you can still put it in the fridge mm. and then have it again on the following day. So I'm assuming you started like most people in your kitchen for the basics, of but of course you had to 
<laughs> of course, at some point you had to grow, right, to the manufacturing plant or center that you're at, right, and the packaging that you have, beautiful packaging, uh, competes with the best in the industry and literally. Um, yes, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, definitely. You can take polls on any day. Yes, it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and that's what I'm keen to understand, how you shifted then to, to the scale, to the machinery, to sourcing the product. Because when, I, when I discovered that, okay, this is ice cream and I cannot be selling it at home. Mm-hmm. I approach spa. There was part of that on okay. yes, on on my way to work, and then I approached, and they be like, "Bring it!" Like instantly, wow. they didn't even ask questions and what not. They like, "It's a good idea. Bring it." Do you have a freezer? I'm like, "I can get a freezer," and then they say, "Bring it." Okay, give me a week or two. Let me source out the freezer. Let me make a stock, mm-hmm. and then in a week. I brought the I brought the freezer. I brought the ice cream. Were there any regulatory issues you had to go through? Because I know that at that time, at that time there was none. Okay. Yes, at that time there was none. Then I approached the second tops. They be like, bring it. I'm like, but so people are not hesitating to have this product. So Mm. I can go as far as I want. Then I and then I got stuck with three tops for like three months. Mm -hmm. Then after and then when I wanted to approach more, they be like, no. You need to be in a public space. You need to qualify um, with certain standards, food standards. Yes. And for me to qualify for those food standards, yes, I need to be in the public space. I need to have a shop or I need to have a warehouse. And then that's where the trouble started. Trouble? Yes. How did you the get challenging? Tell us. That's what we want to hear because <laughs> that's what every entrepreneur complains about. It is. Um, the entrepreneur's life is, is not an easy one. And then when you, you, you often hear these things from a lot of entrepreneurs and then you think maybe they are just making it up. And then by the time you hear it, it's too late because they're already driving their own um, Ferraris and you kind of don't mm. believe it. So when it happens to you, when it hits you, you're like, okay, this is it. This is the moment. So I moved from my kitchen and I went and looked for a shop because I'm like, okay, I'm still supplying very few shops, very few tops. So I cannot now go and, and own a warehouse where I can just produce less than 200 tops in a day or in a week or in a month. Let me just find something that is small and cheaper and then so that I can be able to survive. Since I'm a baker as well, let me just bring in the cakes as well Mm. so the customers can walk in. That will compensate any financials that I'll be going through. I'm going to ask you the obvious questions entrepreneurs get asked. Is Tobegile capital, the contracts? (laughs) How did you manage that? I was lucky enough I was working. I had savings. Okay. But... There was one night where I'm like, okay, my savings are not enough for me to move from here to the shop with everything that is is required. Mm. Um, And then I started um, applying for a credit card that I never had for my whole life. Mm -hmm. And then Standard Bank was like, willingly. I extended my other account, my loan account. Mm -hmm. And in combination, they were able to, to fund at least 70% of what I wanted. Okay. I moved into the shop. Before I moved to the shop, I had people that were interested in investing into the product. Oh, beautiful. No. They didn't? When I expected them to come through, ah, they ghosted me. Ah, Wema. Imagine I already now bought everything with 
the mind that okay now there are people who's gonna back me up That's right the thing. and they have died in full with this thing oh bangabakila but figure goal on that day after five years going man figure goal i call hi bo i want to not answering okay um so i need to make a plan here and um and then there was a friend of mine who was also a, my a client for from cakes and then he approached me and said okay i'm interested and this is the pattern that I, i'm i still have right now 100%. even though i cannot mention the name because they are selling partner got you so that's only that was the time when i survived and i've been surviving since mm. i'm so glad you mentioned the story and so authentically so because this is what a lot of entrepreneurs go through you start something in a, on a small desk at home or in your kitchen counter um wherever it is in your garage in the back room and of course we wanted to grow and to evolve and sometimes there are people who can support you and sometimes they fall away and ultimately it goes back to you having to bootstrap we're going to continue this conversation in just a moment as uh, this there because I, i'm so keen to hear more especially about the growth opportunities mm. where to now but if you've just joined us, you're listening to Kaya Biz. There's eight minutes to go before we reach the eight o'clock mark. And my economics guest is Tobegi Lemkulu, founder of Gelato. As you can imagine, it's a manufacturing business that uh, is based on uh, amazing desserts uh, involving ice cream as well as gelato. We'll find out more about a story in a moment. Kaya Biz. This is Kaya Biz. With Gule Tumfupi. On the street, on the air. On Kaya 959. Welcome back. You're listening to Kaya Biz here on Kaya 959. Six minutes to go before eight o'clock. While well, we've shifted the clock slightly to give you our economics guest an interview tonight, uh, we uh, have so much more to discuss this evening, but we'll make sure that we bring you further conversations, especially when it comes to water resources and the tanker mafias. Conversations we had planned for today, we'll, we'll be sure to schedule them for tomorrow. But keeping with our economics guest, Tobe Gilem founder of Gelato. What's his door? is joining us in the studio <laughs> to tell us all about her entrepreneurship journey. Uh, and of course, as mentioned, uh, a retail store now based uh, with uh, in uh, uh, Ravonia Village, if I'm not mistaken, and yes, of course, other uh, spa tops. And if you're wondering why the affiliation with uh, specifically spa tops is because the gelato also has some of them, the flavors are infused with the different flavors um, of alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. Very nice, I must tell you. I, I got my sample last year um, and happy to buy more today. Um, so it uh, really does speak to a customer base. Uh, Sisto, you talked, you spoke to us about your journey, how the struggles happened, but of course you found amazing levels of growth right now. If I'm not mistaken, you are at a number of spa tops. I'm looking at this list right here and Linter Square, Four Ways, uh, Boxburg, Midrand, Sunning Hill, Verenaging, so many, and it really does show the level of scale and growth that you found. How have you found, I guess, you know, competing head to head with uh, many other brands that are typically known in many other stores um, uh, in the current vi- environment? Um, for now, it's 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 not difficult um, because um, my brand is just focusing on alcoholic ice cream, which has having seven percent alcohol. We are bringing the non-alcoholic very soon because we we've had our customers um, saying that or complaining that when whenever they buy the, uh, the our ice cream, they their kids they want to share. Mm. So now they and they want the same brand. So it's now time that we bring the non-alcoholic so that the whole family can enjoy a gelato ice cream definitely yeah 
And on, on that note, as well as you talk about growth and expansion, um, and of course, new product launches, how are you managing, I guess, as a business? Are there any particular buyouts, someone looking to support your business, investors, maybe staff? What is it that you need that we might be able to help? We, we are st- I'm still looking for an investor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we have a list that I'm looking at. Um, I'm tempted to say, ask, how much do you need? We never know who's listening. <laughs> you can give us a range. Not a number. I'm teasing. But just no. tell us what you need the capital for instead. Yes. Uh, so we, um, we are getting listed as far and, and checkers. So obviously we're going to need more volume. We're going to have to increase our capacity. Mm. We're going to have to move out of a little shop that we have in Rivonia and to own a warehouse with more... um, Congratulations. And that's going to, yes, thank you. That's (laughs) going to produce more volume. And I can imagine there's many entrepreneurs who are asking, how did you get there? Because a lot of people want shelf space with big retailers, but tend to complain that either they don't have the volumes to match or that it's competitive to get in. How did you manage? It's it's not entirely difficult. It depends on if you are really persistent and you are really patient because there are people, in a, the reason why I started with Spa is because Spa is individually owned. So they they, oh, yes, they the decide, yes. a person can decide on their own mm-hmm. to whatever that they want to sell. So it was easier that way compared to pick and pay and checkers. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also I, I sort of have a reference now to say, I'm supplying the 23 Spa's um, and then to check us when I'm proposing to check us, mm. I'm supplying this number of spas, and then they sort of like now have a reference to say, You are supplying and you are doing well in it, okay? Then bring in the product. Mm-hmm. And then also, we are also have um, we're supplying in Cape Town, we are also supplying in Zimbabwe, Botswana. Well done, you, we have distributors there. I was so cool, Ivo. This is growing. I'm tempted to ask what's next, but by the rate you're going, I think you're there already. <laughs> no, the next step is just us to finish off the listing application, which has been a challenge as well on its own. Listing as in JSC or listing with the other retailers? I wish it was JSC. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> just listing on my own um, as a brand. Got you. Yes, and then so that we own a shelf in Checkers and, and the rest of Spatops, because right now it's just a number of about 23 mm-hmm. that we're supplying so by the time we are get we get listed and then we just roll it out and my people in case at end they've been screaming about the yes. product um is it has been a challenge um, i'm assuming distribution and manufacturing down there yes and it has been a challenge to get the product down there but we're trying by all means okay we are getting listed there and um hopefully by end of this is february by end of march everybody will have to enjoy our ice cream well for those who haven't tried your brand where can we find you and not just for the ice cream but maybe those who want to support want to partner uh, and want to work with you where can we find you so your professional contact details please um so i'm i'm available on social media Mm -hmm. and also you can contact me via whatsapp on in number yom sevens in number yom sevens yes yes you. on via whatsapp is zero eight four seven three six two one six zero valentine's day now i'm thinking i'm thinking of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then um 
I would like if um, people can be serious about the business if they want to approach me for business purposes mm. because um, I don't want to be named as a person who's rude because people, they have different intentions once mm-hmm. they get your numbers. 100%. Yeah. Sister Begida, we wish you all the best, Sissy. Really appreciate you coming through, sharing your experience, being so honest about it and also sharing a few lessons with us. Number one, approach low-hanging fruit. Go to the retailers who are able to assist and support. Exactly. Word of mouth gets you there in terms of marketing and support with customers uh, and from there use that as a reference then to open up bigger doors for you so looking forward to uh, seeing your growth uh, onwards and upwards thank, thank you, you so, so much. much and i wouldn't have done this interview without um neo you, you oh yes our and neo. Ma- yes and marketing team he was gonna kill me if i don't mention his name oh neo special <laughs> shout out to you special shout out to you if you don't know neo neo helps us greatly in the marketing team is uh yeah literally the engine and the gearbox of our gassy sme summit and many other events that we have here at kai 959 mm. so uh yeah it takes a team uh, and uh, a strong effort to make sure that we all uh, derive a sense of success here not just the voices you hear on air sister thank you so much if you missed it live catch the broadcast on kaya 959.co.za